welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. Thank you to all our loyal listeners who return for more AHA-inspiring shows. Since 2008, when we launched Pay Radio, thousands of people have enjoyed hundreds of on-demand shows. So heads up to all new listeners. You better get something to take notes with. What you're about to hear will inspire some wonderful, thought-provoking questions. We recommend you jot those questions down. Post those questions in the status or comment box below. In this segment, we offer some highlights from our June book club event. Our topic is Chapter 2 of Pay Me What I'm Worth. In Chapter 2, we explore the art of doing an adequate skill inventory. We explore what skills are and why it's important to really understand the difference between skills and traits. Now, you might be wondering what book club we're talking about. (laughs) For a global connection on the third Saturday of every month, readers from around the world connect to share stories, questions, and ahas. Paid book club members get to access secure online tools to continue this discussion well beyond the book club that we have. One of these tools includes access to our book club audio library. So as a registered member, you can catch up with where we've been, as well as keep up the conversation around the topics that we're diving into. So once again, just a quick heads up, get something to take notes with. Over the next few minutes, let your explorer out to play. Our journey to explore our sense of worth begins now. Sandy, without looking at a dictionary, how do you define a skill? What is a skill? Something useful that's acquired. If I'm hearing you correctly, Sandy, a skill is something that you got to work at to, to get. Is that accurate? Right. right. Out of curiosity, Sandy, how would you delineate the difference between a skill and a trait? I have no idea at this point. (laughs) (laughs) A skill skill is something that I think you want, so you do some research on it to find out where you can go to get it. You work up a plan to to get it, and you follow through on that plan, um, and hopefully you get the skill that you want. Excellent definition. Hang on to that, because we're going to really pick that apart. Marcia, how would you define a skill? Basically, something you want to learn how to develop over time. Of course, as Sandy said, we I go and I look who's masterful with the skill that I want to learn and develop it and ask for what that person can do to help me <laughs> learn the skill. Marcia, your definition of a skill A skill is something that is certified. A skill is something that you have to be trained in and then redeemed and bestowed upon. Is that accurate? When I think of a skill and mastering it, I really want to have it where it's a skill that I just all of a sudden, it's a part of me and it becomes comfortable and I'm not struggling with it. Where's the line between a skill and a trait? Trait seems to be characteristic maybe of my personality in which I can actually turn some of 
that character and use it into a skill that I integrate for myself. Okay. A good start there. Out of curiosity, what comes natural to you? Mm, it does come natural to me. I have an easy time forming relationships with people that I like. Okay. Marcia, based on your experience on this journey, why am I getting picky? Why are you getting picky? Yeah. In regards to understanding the difference between a skill and a trait? Yes. I believe you're getting picky because you want us to understand the difference between a trait and a skill because I know we can get those confused. I can look at myself and go, hmm, is that a trait or a skill? And I'm not sure. It seems like when I was born, everything that I had to learn, if I learned it, it had to be a skill. And I know that I have a million and one skills that can blend into what seems to be like a trait mm -hmm. now. Chris, we were talking about what your definition of a skill is. How would you define a skill? Something that you've become proficient in because you've practiced becoming proficient in it. Okay. And how would you find a trait? Characteristic that you have in your personality. Okay. What's something you do naturally, Chris? Breathe. Mm -hmm. Walk. Talk. Would sleep. Would you find those as skills? No. no. Why? Okay, I guess I would because I did have to learn how to walk. I did have to learn how to talk. I had to learn how to feed myself and drink water from a glass or any other beverage. So, yeah, I guess you could consider those skills. Sandy, <laughs> <laughs> have you come up with something yes. just naturally? I have a skill, cooking. Okay. The reason why I'm getting to be a fuss budget between skills and traits has to do with the word discount. Remember that, boys and girls? Yes. Discounting our skills? What was that all about? <laughs> that is about not really seeing what all my skills are. The fact that my skills have worth. If I don't see that, then I might have the tendency to discount that my worth is my worth. If we play with this notion that a skill can ripen into a trait, meaning after I've become so adept in a skill, I just do it, right? I'm not right. even thinking about yeah. it. I'm just doing it. Yeah. It's in the background. It's like breathing. It's like anything. It's just I don't give it a second thought. When I do that, I run the risk of discounting that skill because – I don't think it's that big of a deal to do it. And so if somebody asks me to do that for them, follow? Yes. Mm -hmm. I might quickly go, oh, sure, I'll do that. And they'll go, well, what do I owe you? And they'll oh, you don't owe me anything. Yeah. Right? Right. You see that slippery slope? Yes. Questions? Thoughts? <laughs> I think I've been doing that all my life without even thinking about it. When it comes to cooking, that's a skill. We'd all agree that cooking is a skill, right? Right. How many sub-skills does it take to cook? Tons, lots, lots of sub-skills because 
before you even cook something, you have to go through the prep work, which means that you're using your hands, you're using all your senses, because if I'm going to prepare a meal, I want to make sure that I get the best vegetables and they're fresh. I know how to cut them, and I know how to prepare everything. Back up. Where did the vegetables, where did the food come from? (laughs) Mother Earth. (laughs) I might have had to go to the grocery store. Of course, I would have to also have the skill of being able to pick out the best vegetables for myself. (laughs) How did you get to the grocery store? (laughs) I had to learn how to drive the car to get to the grocery store (laughs) or walk or something. (laughs) Call a cab. (laughs) And when you got to the store and you got your basket, could you just fill up your basket and walk out the door? Absolutely not. I had to get to the cash register and pay for my goods. Where'd you get the money? I actually had to work to get that money to pay for the the food. <laughs> so now we're just seven levels into cooking. <laughs> a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. if or I had to grow my food, one or the other. Or I had to. Even still, if you had to grow your food, you still had to get the seeds from somewhere, right? Exactly. Even that is an art in itself to pick up the right seeds. So. so do you remember how when we started mapping out skills, mm-hmm. when I first told you in Chapter 2 that your skill list should be over 200,000 individual skills, your initial reaction was what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that many skills? Really? Yeah. That's what my initial reaction was. Chris? Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> Stole? <laughs> I have 200,000 skills? Really? Okay. And I sat there and looked at myself and I thought about it and I'm like, yep. I got to have at least that much just to go through every day. So my point with the whole skills thing is how often do we take for granted our skills? How often do we take for granted what it took to get those skills? So, for example, if we took a moment and stopped to think, let's take something as basic as, as driving, right? Well, we learned how to drive generally from some sort of educational class. True? True. Yeah. Okay. That class didn't come for free, right? Right. So we had to pay something. I added up all the hours I had to, quote, work, unquote, to pay for something. If I added up all the hours I had to work to pay for my college degrees and my trainings, we're talking thousands of hours. Follow? Follow. So when you come to me and you say, Sol, I can't afford your rate, you want me to discount all the hours I've worked, all the toil that I've put into learning my skills. You want me to lower my price. You want me to forget about How many hours I've spent in gridlock traffic? How many hours I've spent digging out my car? How many hours I spent behind a keyboard banging away on papers? You want me to forget all of that just for your convenience so that you can get a cheaper price? 
follow? Follow. Thoughts? I get the big message. <laughs> I understand. When somebody asks you for your time and they don't want to pay you for it, and you do it without any payment, what happened? I discounted my worth. Bingo. If I stop and think of how many things I've done without even a thank you, you notice I say thank you in every email, right? Right. I make sure I'm always honoring a person's time at the very least. Follow? Follow. So when it comes to that sense of confidence, when you ask for something, whether that's time, respect, attention, money, whatever it is that you're asking for, and you're coming from an awareness that you're worth it, there's a different energy being conveyed, isn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep, I agree, Sol. What are you synthesizing out of this so far? Balance. Okay. Yep. Balance and gratitude, the ability to receive, the ability to give, the ability to not be taken advantage of or paid less than you're worth because you now realize, I now realize, I keep using you statements. I was wondering when you were going to catch me. <laughs> it's your job now. Yeah, 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 I know. Just understanding that I am worth the time and that I'm worth being paid for my time because of the skills that I have and my willingness to help other people find their worth and their passion and their potential. I think that's very important that I'm valued for those things and that people show me that value because I would gladly do it in return. And at its base, all of this is awareness, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Awareness can be a double-edged sword, can't it? Yeah, <laughs> I sure can. Yep. <laughs> What are you noticing on this journey? Sandy, what are you noticing that as you become more aware of life in general? What's the sweet and sour ratio to that awareness? Being aware does a lot of things. One of the major things I think it does is give you more choices. Do you have a story, Sandy, of a time where you've got a bump in awareness and it kind of smacked you upside the head because you became aware of something you were doing that you had no idea you were doing up until that moment, and it gave you a moment of pause? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say I've had several moments like that. One of the most recent ones was when I decided to start meditating. Mm -hmm. After meditating for about three days, I became aware of the fact that I was gaining more awareness of things that I had been doing in my life and things that needed to change in my life. For instance, I never thought I was cynical. Oh, meditation made me aware that I was cynical. <laughs> I realized I have control over one thing, and that is me. I don't have control over anything else in life, not other people, not the weather, not anything other than me. So... That was a big awareness, and it, that's the one that kind of slapped me in the face. So part of this awareness is the skill of discernment, yeah? Yes. If I weren't discerning, all of these things that I'm becoming aware of could put me in such a state of chaos, I don't know that I'd be able to accomplish anything. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yes. 
So part of our skill building awareness, part of this chapter two of becoming aware of our skills is getting really laser focused. What skills do I have? What skills do I think I have, but <clears throat> that's quite the illusion. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Out of curiosity, Marsha, Chris, on this journey that you've taken so far, what illusions have come up and gone, hello? <laughs> I know that I have skills, yet I know that I need to hone them in a better way. I mean, I had the illusion that I had mastered some skills, but that's still an illusion. <laughs> okay. I know that based on all my life, with the jobs that I had, it has been a real challenge for me to actually take out that salesperson in me. I think I still have that in me. Evolve it. Evolve it. I mean, as we get in touch with our skills, the skill that I had when I first started my very first computer and the skill that I have now on my computer uh -huh. are two vastly different skill levels. Yeah. They evolved, right? Right, yeah. When uh -huh. I hear you say you have a skill of sales, that tells me that you have a skill of persuasion. Uh-huh, yeah. It's how do you leverage that skill? <laughs> yes, how do I? And I think that's where I'm actually taking a deeper look at that because I don't want it to become a manipulative thing that's going to hurt somebody. A persuasion, manipulation, I want to be careful with how I come across. Very acute awareness there. That's very wise. Very wise. Thank you. Mixed in with all of this as we begin to wrap up, as we get in touch with our skills, do you recall how I talked about the absolute necessity of letting our judge go? while we were mm -hmm. assessing our skills? Absolutely, yes. Any particular reason why I suggested that? Well, I know that when I let my judgment go on what I can and cannot do, I seem to be in a better light for myself. It seems that I'm able to actually get into that better energy for myself, say and do things that seem natural. They just come out for whatever reason, it comes out right at the time that I need that to come out. By quieting your judge down while you're assessing your skills, you allowed yourself to see your skills for what they really are, not what you think they are. Is that adequate? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Which is another reason why on this journey that we take, now do you understand my focus on letting the analyzer go and oh, letting yeah. the explorer come out to play? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> As we close this show, here's a couple of facts to ponder. <laughs> Fact one, each pay radio show costs Soul University time and money to host, as well as produce. Fact two, we professionally edit all audio content like this show. Did you notice that this show is free of <coughs> uh, ums, you know, filler that people say while they think of what to say next. Now that you have a sense of what goes on in our Pay Me What I'm Worth book club, are you ready to join us? To join us, visit bit.ly 
forward slash pay me club. Again, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash three words, no spaces, pay me club. To learn more, click on the registration link to join today. Within seconds of registering, you can log in to our book club member library, audio library, discussion library. We recommend that you start or join the discussions already in progress. We look forward to you joining us on this life-changing journey. Together, one day, one person, one step at a time, we grow more awake and aware of what our worth is all about. We hope you join us today. You're worth it. Thank you for listening to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. Access hundreds of on-demand downloadable shows. Visit bit.ly forward slash pay radio anytime. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash pay radio. We look forward to hearing you or seeing you in one of our book club events. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.